an untitled Star Wars fic. Written by Lace Fedora. Read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. And Vinichon. Summary. I see you are taking Ben on Tatooine prompts. Please give me his angsty monologue to Qui-Gon's ghost the first time Tiny Luke actually talks to him. Or if you want less angst, make it a conversation with Qui-Gon's ghost, who has stopped giving him the silent treatment. I met Luke today, Master. Ben sighs, folding his legs up under him and settling onto something like meditation. He sometimes felt like he'd done nothing but meditate for the last ten years. It had always felt different without the bright life forces of other Jedi burning out there in the universe. Ben had never been sure if it was his connection to the Force that had changed, or if the Force itself had been so deeply changed by the deaths of so many dedicated users. Well, I met him officially, now that he can speak. Thank the Force Owen wasn't there. I'm growing very tired of him lecturing me about the same things over and over. I suppose wanting to be a part of Luke's life is a step too far. Ben frowns and tilts his head back. Instead of letting his frustration go, it builds into a knot in his chest. He sighs sadly and tries to center himself again. You know, I'd feel a lot less like I'm actually becoming the crazy old wizard everyone on Tatooine seems to think I am if you actually talk to me, Qui-Gon, he says gruffly, frowning and scrubbing a hand back through his hair. It had a little more white in it each day. A faint breeze comes in through the open door, and Ben sighs, shoulders sinking down. Something about it encourages him to continue his tale. Obi-Wan idly wonders if it was his master trying to get him back on track. He dismisses the thought as quickly as it comes. If Qui-Gon wanted credit for things, then he could start talking. He was in town with Baru. He got lost in the crowd. I turned around and he was just there, Qui-Gon, Ben says, pained. He strokes his hand over his beard. I knelt in front of him and asked him how he got there. He said, Obi-Wan stops and swallows. He said I felt like music, so he followed me. He breaks out in a mirthless laugh. He's going to be so strong, Qui-Gon. Is it wrong that it terrifies me? Am I failing him right now by staying so far removed? But then, Owen is right. My being there never did Anakin any good. Perhaps I am more of a problem than a solution. But that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. I never expected it to hurt, really. I talked to him a bit today, while I worked to point him back on Baru's direction. He's like Anakin, but also so different. I think I saw some of Padme's nobility, but he looks so much like Anakin, especially now. He's stifled by Owen's choices for him, but he's only a child still. I hope the limits are good for him. It's a bit selfish of me, wanting so much to show him the joys of the Force. Do I want it for his sake, or for my own? I am very much alone here. Not completely alone. A voice comes, though it's more a brush against his mind than an actual sound. I'm sorry to be late, and I also do not think it is selfish to want that connection with Luke. You care about him. Ben looks up at Qui-Gon with tired eyes. How can I not? He's the son of the two best friends I ever had. Obi-Wan says softly, and Qui-Gon smiles at him gently. Ben looks him over. You've been gone two years, by the way. Every time you disappear like that, you make my hair go whiter. I apologize, dear Obi-Wan, he says, though you wear it well. Flattery will not make up for your long absence, he returns, but there's no venom in it. He just sighs and wraps his cloak tighter around himself when the cold picks up. I don't know how long I can manage this, master. 
You will persevere, Ben. You always have.